Arat HaTshuva, Shir number four. Okay, let's start with something that is not going to be very nice to listen to. I think we can say as a rule of human understanding or self-knowledge is that we don't love ourselves as we should. We've spoken previously about the importance of loving other people. That's one level of challenge. But what about loving ourselves? If, for example, we hurt our child or a child hurt themselves, we would feel pain at their suffering. We're sensitive to our children. We desperately want them to do right. And so any diversion from that in their own lives causes us tremendous pain and heartache. What about our own lives? We can go astray. We feel unable to return to Hashem. And we don't necessarily respond in that same level of grief and panic. We don't feel the urgency to correct ourselves as we would those we love or to care about ourselves sufficiently. Now, the danger here is like this. If you're just living on an island, well, there'll be less danger because you'd be on, a, on your own and no one would pick up the contradiction in your behavior. But says Rev. Moshe Weinberg as follows. Eventually, however, our children will perceive our moral compromises and challenge them. And ideally, this will inspire us to take the proper steps to rectify our lives. In this way, our children help us become better people. Indeed, they are our best educators. Our children are our best educators because they force us to reevaluate ourselves and our values. As long as a person has not grown completely corrupted, his awareness of the mistakes he has made should cause them serious and terrible pain. Then he does whatever he can to correct this crookedness. Now, Rav Cook now goes on to a different understanding of Teshuvah. So we've spoken of Teshuvah Tiv'it, this natural Teshuvah, the physical body type of restoring our physical health and recognizing the conscience challenges of making compromises for ourselves where we wouldn't make them for other people. And now comes Teshuvah Emunit, the Teshuvah of faith. Where does this faith come from? It comes from the world of Torah, the world of religion. And the Torah and the Tanakh has so much to say on this concept. Why? Because it can only have come from Hashem. The very concept that we can, as we've said previously, rewrite the narrative of our lives. That's what Teshuvah is. We have a story. Version number one. Life one. We have a story of our lives, of ups and downs. Version number two is that same story, but through the prism of Teshuvah. Now, those falls might have been catalysts for further growth, inspiration for doing something better, or God forbid, they might just remain falls. But Teshuvah allows you to rewrite the past and change the story that is your life without actually going back in time. What does the Torah promise us? It's a promise. It's not an idea. It's not a suggestion. It promises those who want to try and change. That they'll be forgiven. This is not the knowledge that a person must know within him, his inner organs himself. Rather, this is part of our traditional belief. Hashem has promised through his prophets, if you come back to me, I will return to you. Shuvu Eli, you make the first move to come back, and I will then continue that journey. And that everything we did wrong will then be completely erased. The sins of the individual and the community are wiped out, erased through Teshuvah. 
The Apostle says in, in Yeshaya, Isaiah chapter 44, 22, I have wiped away your sins like a thick cloud and your transgressions like a cloud. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. And finally for today, Hatshuvah Hasichlit. This last one is the Teshuvah of the intellect. In that which has already acquired natural and faith-based Teshuvah. So only once you've gone through these first two stages can you then move on and we'll discover what that's all about next time. Have a very lovely day.